Hey y'all, it's your girl Smanji and welcome to the Avocado and Honey podcast where we are becoming the best version of ourselves through self-accountability and vulnerability. Be sure to drink your water and let's grow together. If you haven't already, please check out the previous episode where I share with you how I am managing this imposter syndrome as well as why you should always live in your truth. Um, Today, I'm going to be talking about the revolution being televised and like brainstorming ways we can figure out how we can do our part. Um, So first and foremost, I want to thank every single person who was out there protesting, looting, fucking burning shit up, doing whatever you feel you need to do to express how you feel and to be heard. Thank y'all for going out there and doing all this work for us to be heard as a whole you are appreciated and i just want to start by saying thank you i also want to kind of share a story with y'all um so what's happening now with um brianna taylor and george floyd is very it's a similar energy from 2016 now i know i talk you know, I'm all about black lives, but your girl coming out of the matrix is still pretty recent. Like I didn't get out of the matrix until I moved to New York City um, around 2016, honestly, late 2015, 2016 is when I was coming up out of the matrix. And when I say the matrix, I mean the space or the point in your life as a black person, the point in your life when you don't have that realization as to what's really going on when it comes to black lives in America and in the world, honestly. So I was still in the matrix thinking, you know, there's equality and shit sweet. I I mean, I wasn't necessarily thinking that, but I wasn't thinking much of what's happening. Like, you know, it took my experience with living with, you know, the racist white guy and his black girlfriend for me to really wake the fuck up. Experience is our greatest teacher. So I want to, you know, share your story from what happened around um, that time, like what happened with me. So again, I was living with, you know, the interracial couple. The white guy is obviously fucking racist. Um, and then, you know, the black girl, she's obviously in the matrix, like, you know, like I was at one point. And um, again, it was around the time when we are seeing the murder of Philando um, Castile and um, Alton Sterling. So we seen their murders and then it was the outrage we're protesting and things like that. So me being new, newly woken, I guess, a newly awake, I'll say it's better. Um, Like, you know, I was trying to figure out like what I wanted to do. Like, what can I do? Like, I felt so helpless. I felt alone, like I'm in the city um, where I didn't feel like anyone felt like how I felt in that moment. That's what I felt like, you know, because at home there are people there who didn't understand why I felt the way I felt. They told me I was overreacting and things like that. And then my friends at the time, um, they just, you know, <laughs> was it there for me? Like, you know, I expected, even though we shouldn't have expectations, uh, 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 but this was the time where I, I, I expected all my black friends to want to come together and to kind of heal each other. But that just wasn't my reality. So, you know, me being who I am, I was like, I needed to figure out how to, I just wanted to be heard, honestly. Like I wanted, I just, I was just like, yo, somebody got to feel the way I feel. And I just wanted to be heard. So I made a playlist full of black ass songs, songs that 
felt the way songs that expressed the way I felt in that moment so it was a lot of anger and a lot of love songs it was a nice little balance you know um so I made this playlist and at first I was like you know I actually still do that here just play a nice little playlist and bump it on the loud ass speaker so the the neighborhood could hear but then I was just like I want to take this up another launch so uh, another notch so I had this idea to you know take my little speaker um and my playlist fully charged extra portal ba portable batteries get on the train and ride the train from Brooklyn to Harlem and back from Harlem to Brooklyn and what my goal was like the idea that I had in mind was that like you know I get on the train play this music you know I expected like white people and people who just you know didn't fuck with what I was doing to exit the car and then everybody who did to be on the card and everybody who I expected to be on the card was supposed to be black and you know we are just rejoicing in our blackness and probably you know possibly having necessary conversations on how we can you know further go further as a people together so that's what the idea I had in mind when I did this so I had one guy friend at the time who said he would do it with me so I went to Canarsie where he lived so we could start in Canarsie but when I got there he was like nah I ain't trying to do this no more he said like he wants to go to sleep or some shit so <laughs> I was hurt and scared because you know at this point like this was 2016 so I was like 25 and around this time like I was really scared to do things by myself like even though I moved from California to New York by myself I was scared to do all this other shit by myself like I felt like I needed um other people with me and I needed the approval of other people that's where I was at that time so I was super hurt I went to like the last stop on the L train in Canarsie and I remember sitting there for like 30 minutes to an hour texting my um, friends from Cali. Shout out to my soul sister, Christina. Shout out to my girl, Kiana. Um, I was texting them and I was like, yo, I have this idea and I want to do this. Uh, but everybody who said they were going to do it with me, they ain't doing it. And um, they some tough love type of women. Shout out. Y'all love y'all so much. Um, but, you know, they low-key bullied me into doing it. <laughs> like uh, my girl, Christina, she was just like, Yo, if you like, I, I can't remember, you know, verbatim what you said, but it was something other nature like, you know, being scared ain't gonna get you nowhere. Like, <laughs> being a fucking coward. I, I. <laughs> she was going in, but I was like, yo, you right, you right. So I got my ass on that train. Press play. The playlist was probably about two or three, two or about two hours long, I, I wanna say. So I probably only had to play it, like, we like replay a couple songs a few times which was dope I don't like playing songs on repeat like that unless it's my jam of the week but um yeah so when I got on it was mainly black people because you know we was in Canarsie but then before we got to like the L train on Wilson which was Bushwick the train transformed it was all white this was also um like the realization I had when it came to like how many white people are actually here because like everywhere I lived in New York was mainly around you know black and brown people so um like the gentrification and everything I was seeing it firsthand like this this whole experience woke me up to a lot so you know I'm on a train and it's white people now so now I'm like in defense mode in a sense because I'm expecting them to do some shit you know most of them are drunk it's the weekend and you know white people already are a little you know off so when they drunk they even more extreme so um I am in defense mode by any means mode like run up and get done up mold <laughs> I have on what I call my goon face and I was just playing my music so 
you know, even though there weren't any black people on here, I'm still being hurt <laughs> by these people who refuse to hear people like me. So um, I continued on with what I wanted to do. And um, by the time I got to like 96th Street, which is about <laughs> 40 minutes on that train from, you know, 40 minutes to an hour from Bushwick up to like Midtown. And that's when like, I was, it made everything all worth it. There was a few moments. So like, you know, a group of like college kids came on, black college kids. It was probably like four or five of them. And I was playing some song. I think it was Black to Berry from Kendrick Lamar. And immediately, as soon as they got like stepped a foot on that fucking train, they started singing and rejoicing. And the train was packed full of white people. So they made their way to like, it's like a pole in the middle of the train. And they all surrounded that one pole. And I spotted them out immediately, seeing them enjoying the music. So, of course, I made my way over. And, you know, we went over, we talked a little bit, but mainly we were just singing and dancing and stuff. And then I got off, you know, a few stops later to prepare for my ride back. So that was beautiful. Um, it was another moment where, you know, it was a black guy um, on the train. This time I'm back in Brooklyn. I'm near Utica on, um, like, the two or three train. Which I think it's the three train that goes over there. And what threw me for a loop, though, is, again, I expected, like, black people to kind of appreciate what I was doing. Like, you know, I felt assumed or I felt like, you know, and I felt like most of us were on the same page in terms of how we felt well, what was going on at the time. But the reality was some black people didn't give a fuck and a lot did. Like, you know, it was like some half and half. So, like, it's this man, you know, obviously like an old head, you know, hood. He sat like right in front of me. And he was like one of those people like, you know, you can tell like y'all, y'all, you can read energy very well. And like with him, he was kind of like smirking and doing <laughs> doing shit like that. Like kind of the energy I was getting, it was like, who the, like, what the fuck she thinks she doing type shit. Like, you know, you like this ain't going to do shit. Like, you know, just not very positive. But, you know, so the song was going off, whatever song that was playing. And then, you know, the next song that came on was. That's the sound of the police. And he started wilding. He's obviously from from New York. <laughs> but he started wilding. That was obviously his shit. And I ended up getting off at the next stop. Like as soon as that song started playing. But you know, I started smiling and shit because it was like, yeah, uh huh. You like you was ready to talk some shit, but then I just played the shit. <laughs> um, so that was really fun too, that little moment. But um I'm telling y'all this story just because it's like a moment in time in which like, you know, I am new with this anger because I feel like there's so many stages we go through. Like once we have this realization, because, you know, when you're a child, unless you're raised by parents who teach you what the fuck is going on in this world, I feel like it's kind of like a shock in a sense once you have that real ass realization about the state of black people in this country. So and once you do that, like I feel like the next, the next step is fucking anger. Like once you realize how we've been treated and how we're continuing uh, to be treated, like anger, it's like what the fuck. So I feel like you know when it comes to protesting and things, if you you know you're paying attention, you're realizing, you're seeing that it's predominantly young people that are out there protesting, and I feel like it's for a reason. Like the young people, they're they're usually new with the anger new with wanting to really make a change of what was going on and they have the energy and the drive to actually fucking do it so that's why it's like i'm no i think that's why there's a lot of young people out there protesting and things right now and hell like back in 2016 i was one of those young people protesting um 
um, I didn't go to that protest that one day when I went on the train, but I did go to a few protests. And that's when I realized that protesting wasn't for me. Like I have no problem, you know, marching and like yelling and, you know, wanting to be heard. But like out here in New York is where I went protesting so there's a disclaimer so when I went protesting back in the day like it was predominantly white people there were still black people there but it was predominantly not black and there's nothing wrong with that you know I, I appreciate everybody who's out there marching for us on behalf of us I think that's dope I think it's beautiful that we are uniting but for me to be comfortable out here like this like I just couldn't do it because if shit pops off the first person they arrest them is all the black people <laughs> So I could be the most peaceful person there, but just because I'm black and the sea full of white people protesting, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the one that's gonna be uh, made an example out of. So I I peep that. <laughs> At least this is what my thinking is, and I'm like I don't like this. And another thing I didn't like about protesting was the fact that the police was there to kind of protect us from anyone who was opposed to what we were protesting. So even though we were protesting police officers, they were getting paid to make sure we were okay or to harass us because as we can see in the videos that are that are you know on twitter and online like these police the police is the biggest fucking gang in the world it seems like these police officers are bullying black white all people anybody who's protested is black lives you're being bullied pepper sprayed like just picked on for no absolute for absolutely no reason so seeing this what's happening now and then my experience when i was actually marching discouraged me from um protesting and stuff and I don't think that's where I fit in when in terms of the revolution but as you can see uh, people fuck with it in terms of when like when we want to make a change like marching and being out yelling fucking causing destruction so you know we can be heard like some people it, it works for them so those are the people that are out there thank y'all again for being out there so um I just brought this up because there's nothing too small or too big when it comes to doing your part in the revolution none of us no celebrity no billionaire no fucking black panther like none of us have the answers so what we can do is try shit out learn from it learn from our ancestors and what they did try shit out trial and error if it works you know we could spread the fucking word like you know hey this happened here in new york where we got this change we got this change and this this and this is happening we can put that online and other people can see because this is it's 50 states there's black people in all these states like it's going to be very very tough for us to all one find a fucking representative for each state i guess and then all come together so we can all be on the same page so at this point i feel like we need to just try shit and see what works spread the knowledge via social media via online and everything and then see what works what does it you know keep you know working on the things that does work that is making a little bit of change because you know what we need to understand is like change i'm not saying it's i'm not saying it's impossible at all but change it's it's going to I don't know if you're going to be seeing change in my lifetime right now. I don't even know if you'll see change, like the change I want to see in my children's lifetime. But change is fucking coming. And everything that we're doing right now is preparing us for that. So everything you're doing, you're adding to the revolution. You're you're doing your part. So thank you <laughs> again. <laughs> um, so in like I want to kind of talk about the protesting and stuff, too. So right now, you know, with George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, um, we're about like over a little over a week and protesting like consistently 
which I think is dope. I feel like the protesting and everything that's been happening outside is, is what, you know, got us heard right now. Like they were protesting in all 50 states, like people are hearing us. So that's why, you know, the murderer was arrested and everyone who stand by and allowed him to murder um, George Floyd is arrested now as well. So that works. But like now that we've done that, I feel like we need to go back to the John board and figure out a fucking plan because we can't we can't I mean, y'all can fucking do this for as long as you want to. But I don't think much change will come out of if we continue going on like this. Like right now, I feel like we got this and like after like and right now what's happening with the curfews and just everything with the police like they're using this they're turning this around to their advantage so they're using this to set us up like if you i'm not sure where you get your news from but most of my news is from twitter i fuck with twitter heavy i love instagram instagram is my favorite social media but twitter when it comes to news is my go-to because you get in real life updates like you get people that are actually there you get real footage and then if you turn on the news you get things that they want you to see so that's why i fuck with um twitter and if you were keeping up to date with everything that's going on on twitter you see that uh, most of the fires and the break-ins and all the chaos that was happening out there doing the protesting were actually started by you know white people or like undercover police officers you know granted maybe these people were actually upset on the way black people are being treated and they taking it out like that's cool um, granted they may have just been tired of being forced to stay in the house because of coronavirus and this is the perfect opportunity to you know just you know, express this feeling that they have and to get some free shit who knows but it's happening and i feel, I feel like this is a, a great opportunity for the police to take advantage and continue to murder us continue to have a fake as a reason to murder us like you know what i'm saying like this is set a setup it's a setup so right now if you are continuing to go out and protest no matter what color you are but more mainly if you're fucking black you need to um be prepared you know take any like preventative measures that you need to do in order to be safe um protect your body um run like fucking make sure you're physically capable physically capable to get away if need be like because if you caught you you know what happens if you get caught so like if you're out there protesting all i'm saying is make sure you do the work to be prepared for whatever can possibly fucking happen because we know what's happening right now like right we got floyd or george floyd on camera but there are thousands and thousands and thousands of other people who we did not get on camera right now again i'm repeating this it's a perfect it's a perfect excuse to slaughter us so if you're out there and you're black be super mindful be smart about what you're doing so i just wanted to get that out the way because i see what the fuck's happening and it's it's terrifying like especially with their curfew like people back in la telling them their curfew is fucking four o'clock like what like nigga that ain't even time for dinner like and i gotta be in the house and then if you're caught outside you know again we've been seeing in these videos if you're white you are right. but if you black you're gonna get arrested and harassed so be mindful be mindful y'all um if you want to continue doing it i will support you until you stop like i will y'all got any person that's doing whatever you feel you need to do in order to make a change or to express how you feel i am with it with it so um yeah so that's my take on like the protesting and looting and all that shit and hell if y'all looting and y'all flip that shit online let me know supporting black businesses <laughs> uh okay 
So another thing that I want to talk about in regards to the revolution is that women, as black women, we will be heard as well. So I think it's dope what we're doing right now. But what hurts me, uh, hurts my feelings, I guess, or just hurts it altogether is the fact that Breonna Taylor has been neglected in all of this that's going on. Like, you know, I've been sitting and trying to figure out, like, why is this the case? Like, are we really that forgot? Like, do people really not give a fuck about black women like that? Um, and the answer is yes, <laughs> but we do. So us as a whole, as a black community or anyone that's out there marching or doing anything for George Floyd, I want you to be mindful and do the same for Breonna Taylor because um, her life mattered too. She mattered just as much as George and e George Floyd. And even if we didn't get her murder on camera, um, she still de deserved justice. And those three police officers who went into her house, which was the wrong house and murdered her, are still walking free because we're not shining any light on that one particular on her situation. Like they're only focusing on George Floyd, but like, nah. And honestly, like this shit should have like all this shit that's happening, the marching, the fucking burning, the ruckus, all this shit should have been happening after we found out about Breonna Taylor. Honestly, like I feel like we should have we should have been outspoken then and the reason why i say like the the revolution will be televised is because it will be thanks to the internet like the internet is benefiting us but it's also hurting us so when you are online um in times like this you got to be super mindful of the information and things that you're taking in because the in, like the internet it's useful in a sense like how, how i said i go to twitter for my information and stuff like that it's useful to get truth to get real news real shit that's happening because again you have people who are actually there people who are witnessing it and then they are putting their videos and tweeting in real time so that's where it benefits us because again the news only tells us so much the news is creating a story that they want us to hear so instead of hearing you know a fairy tale will be getting the truth of the real news on twitter um but the reason or how it can harm us is one it's traumatizing seeing someone who looks like you your people being murdered time and time again and then seeing the people who are murdering them walk free whether they're the fucking police officer or not like trayvon martin like george zimmerman he was not a police officer but yet he still managed to walk away the the asian woman who killed um the 16 year old back when after the rodney keene riots she was fucking i think she got fucking um house arrest or something probation for killing a 16 year old black girl so it's like it's obvious there's no consequences when it comes to killing one of us and that's traumatizing like whether you want to believe it or not whether you believe black lives matter if you black and you see a black person being killed and there's nothing happening it's traumatizing like it's traumatizing so um we can use that trauma and have it fuel our anger fuel what fuel wanting to do better fuel working towards a revolution um but it also plays a part in why people are so fearful to revolt like you know so like we're seeing us get murdered so when you know you want to change you like you're a black person you see all this this happening and you want to make a change but then you see what can happen to you if you even open up your mouth so that can definitely make a lot of people a lot of more a lot of black people more complacent and just accept things for how it is and not even try to want or fight for a change because they you know we see what the end result is so you gotta 
be mindful of what you're taking in like with this whole George Floyd situation like I tried my best I went above and beyond to not watch this video because one I already knew what to expect of it two I um I just didn't feel like having that visual in my head after you know having gone through this so many times so um be mindful of that again we don't have control over what the news is playing so um i remember i was watching some videos um on like some regular like you know cnn and abc and all those news stations i was watching the videos and as soon as they even say george like before they get to say his last name we'll have the video of him being murdered playing so i definitely caught glimpse of it like the beginning little parts because immediately i'll exit but it's like they're showing this to us over and over again and i don't think it's on accident any other type of body that's been murdered they refuse to show it out of respect for people families and shit but when it comes to black lives they show it over and over again and i don't think that's an accident i think they are intentionally showing it to us so they can keep us on the peaceful route if you know what i'm saying so um be mindful when you are watching shit online and to your research of course like shit check with twitter and even the shit you get on twitter you have to dig you know um, do a little bit more research just to ensure that it's true because twitter is still the internet also i want to talk about like you know all the celebrities and stuff that are being canceled and uh, when it comes to black lives um i just think it's really interesting and i feel like it's it should open up a conversation for us to figure out who our actual leaders are when in terms in terms of like this revolution and this change that we're fighting for because you know back in the day it was obvious who the leaders were but i feel like right now um it's not so obvious so i feel like as a collective we could figure out who who's our leaders who can we turn to when shit like this goes down because right now everyone is turning to their favorite celebrity and we, we are getting our feelings hurt honestly um it's really sad um to see how many black celebrities don't give a fuck about black lives um but their black ass life obviously but um it's just it's really heartbreaking um but it's necessary for us to see because i feel like um this is a perfect opportunity for us to take back our power as people like power to the people like we legit have all the power to make or break anyone every single person that's rich right now is because of us like we need to understand that so like when people say like you know these boycotts and things is the way we can you know make a change i honestly believe that because money make this world go around everything that's happening you know you may think it's about race but in the end it's all about money honey so if and then with the black dollar being as large as it is like with us having the spending habit that we do if we're mindful of the shit we're spending on it could possibly make a change but this ain't something that's going to just be a day this ain't something that's just going to be a week this is going to be like a lifelong commitment like consistency like you know what i'm saying so i think it's really um a great thing that these celebrities are exposing themselves because i've definitely been unfollowing a few and i'm you know i'm not one of those people who is just like oh you did this cancel you did this cancel you did this cancel you know i'm all for change like i said i'm new to even being woke so if you know everything was like how it is now back in fucking 2010 i probably would have said some reckless shit but so i'm all for people like you know growing and changing and shit but a lot of these people are just so just <laughs> full of ego 
like you know they feel like once i don't know if it's the money that's making people feel like this way but um it's definitely something happened when a few black celebrities like you know get that good quaint and then they definitely turn to a different person but they may have never really turned to a different person this is always who they've been and the reality is that black culture is pop culture right now and with this happening with um brianna taylor and george floyd i don't see us not being pop culture anytime soon so i feel like we got another couple years of this another couple years of everybody continuing to steal our swag for popular reasons and then just abandoning it abandoning it when it no longer serves them so black people are doing it too it's not just white people like a lot of black like and it's not even just black culture like one it's not even all of black culture that's pop culture right now it's hood the hood aesthetic the hood black people that's pop culture right now to be clear because there's like you know a lot of black people who don't even fuck with hood black people and stuff like that so but then they'll dress accordingly and stuff just for the hood aesthetic because it's pop culture so they can get the likes and stuff. So um, I think it's really great that, you know, when things like this happen, people expose themselves. So I feel like, you know, with all this new information, we kind of have to, one, not expect a leader. Um, but if we do have one, that will be beautiful as well. But we kind of have to... We kind of have to train ourselves to become our own leader in a sense like you know we need to figure out what our role is when it comes to the revolution role or roles you don't have to just do one thing and just kind of like stick to it and just hold that role down for fucking ever like we don't need to wait until we visually see one of our brothers or sisters being murdered on camera we need to keep this energy this energy all year round because at this point it's a fucking game for them like when I like they really don't give a fuck y'all like this is like a procedure at this point like um I've been in New York five years and I believe I've seen like three or four of these murders already and it's just like a procedure like you know okay so this happened all great you know we killed another one of them so you know that means we're gonna have the extra hazard play pay because they're gonna be protesting and shit but then once that dies down Oh, no, we'll actually get the person who shot him arrested because, you know, we won't make them. We want them to feel like we're doing something for them, but we're really not. So we're going to arrest, you know, the officer who killed this person. And then, you know, we're going to wait a couple months till it dies down, wait for them to get tired. We're going to release him and then they're going to get mad. You know, we probably post something on it about, you know, our anger, but it's not going to be enough. Because everybody done moved on with their lives. And then after that, you know, we'll probably get a couple angry posts here and there. But for the most part, we done moved on. And we're still wearing Gucci and Balenciaga like they out here supporting us. So, like, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like right now it's, it's bigger than it's ever been. So that's why I'm like, this is a big deal with what's happening right now. Like, I'm not sure what to expect out of this. But this this is huge what's going on like there was a protest in each state that's amazing like it's we are being heard but it's up to us as black people to continue this like we can't be for we can't let anybody forget this shit like imagine just doing a fucking random ass protest like fucking five months from now <laughs> like let's do a protest for somebody else like, let's do a protest just for black lives in fucking general, just to continue to re keep our foot on these niggas' necks. Like, um, 
we will still be heard like we don't have to wait for y'all to come and kill us for us to to speak up for ourselves like i can't wait to get to a point where like if you fuck with a black person like you are fucking shaking in your boots because you don't know what the fuck is gonna happen and not the complete opposite which is what we have now so in terms of finding or figuring out what your role is again i feel like there's no role that's too small or too big like if you're a creator like you know you create music you create art and you feel like creating art will help people right now do that whatever you feel is going to help you through this is going to help someone else through this so that's why with me getting on the train and doing that music that honestly helped me like i'm not sure if that helped any other soul that was on the train those hours i was on it but that shit helped me i'm assuming it helped someone else just because it helped me uh, but the biggest revolutionary act you can do is take care of you so as long as you're taking care of you if that's all you can do right now then that's enough you got to make sure you good because you matter just as just as much just as well and in order for us to continue to fight we got to be in tip-top shape physically mentally and fucking spiritually and you know me being the spiritual motherfucker that i am i've been trying to figure out ways how spiritually i can be a part of this revolution because um i read Afini Shakur if you don't know who Afini is Afini is Tupac's mother um I love her so much I've never met her anything of course but you know through this book like I understand why Tupac is the way he is I understand why we love Tupac like that because of his mother um and she's just amazing and she was also a part of the Panther 21 the Panther 21 was like the infamous um case when they locked up 21 Panthers um and yeah so look that up if you don't know the story but Afini Shakur was a part of the Panther 21 and um in this book it's it's called Evolution of a Revolutionary it's it's really it's really dope seeing her or reading her story and just seeing all the things she overcome and just the anger she used to fuel like you know the black rights and things like that like the Black Panther movement and I feel like that's kind of the same thing we're we're continuing to do like we're using the trauma of our life as well as our like black experiences to fuel this the hate and everything that we're doing but we need to get grounded like in this book um one of the things she felt she said that she felt was missing when it came to the revolution with the black panthers is the spiritual aspect like they doing all of this without god which is why she said it turns out the way it turned out the way it did so i feel like we can learn from the history like i feel like that's been the missing piece when it comes to this fucking revolution we need to understand that we are once we're spirit first and we before we are these bodies so knowing that will keep us grounded and doing the work and stuff of course but if we are grounded in who we are as a spirit and as a human we'll be unfuckable so i'm still brainstorming ways on how i can do that so my whole like thing that i'm trying to figure out is how i can encourage people to be to get in touch with their spiritual side um, while continuing to fight for black lives and um, taking care of ourselves you know um, physically as well so like the food and things that we are eating and stuff like that all that shit plays in part in who we are honestly so but like hey friend hey said the only thing we can do for anyone else is to work on ourselves and like I just said the bet like the most important revolutionary act you can do is to take care of yourself so if you need to figure out how to get in touch spiritually before then fucking do that like you know what i'm saying but i feel like that's been the missing link when it comes to um the revolution and black people and that's why i'm 
so I feel the way I do when it comes to being spiritual is it's who I am it's who you are um, you just don't realize it yet so I mean maybe you do maybe you don't but that's where I'm at and um, for you to figure out what you can do trial and error yo like I told you I was out there protesting realized it wasn't for me like you know I was trying different things and realizing it wasn't for me if you are a writer maybe your your thing could be like finding information reporting um writing fucking poetry so we can figure out how to express how we feel we can put our feelings into English into like an actual into words um, or you can be like a reporter. You can be someone who's doing the research for us, figuring out what the fuck is going on, keeping us updated. That'd be dope as hell if we have like fucking monthly email updates with everything that's going on. This is me living in a perfect world, but I feel like if we all figure out what it is that we can do for the revolution and continue to do that consistently throughout the year so like if you're the person who's too busy you know or you just don't feel like you have the mental capacity to take on the fight which is understandable you probably you know fought back in the day type shit and now you're at the point where you just don't have the mental um capacity to do more so you want to just give us a check so we can bail out everybody that's protesting that's beautiful like you that's where you do your part like you know what i'm saying but i feel like we still everyone has a role to play and it's up to you to figure out what that role is and to stick with it and again to be consistent throughout the year if you feel like um a boycott is gonna work i'm all for trying anything yo who we boycott and let me know let's do it like you know what i'm saying so i feel like money is the way to get anybody to do anything honestly the money is the way of change money is the way money is the way we speak in the american language when we do it this way so that's probably why it's so foreign to us but that's the route we're gonna have to take so um definitely continue to spread information that's also another role you can be the person who shares information online but make sure you do your research on the shit that you are um sharing because it's you know you're gonna get a lot of people going down the wrong hole if it's some like a um a scam or just misinformation so that's important with sharing if you're going to be posting information for people it's up to you like you it's your responsibility to make sure you're posting something that's some um, quality that's legit you know so um figure out what your role is um i want to end this by saying um you have the right to feel how you feel there are no wrong or right ways to feel you are still in control you are still able to create your reality even with all that's going on so be mindful of your thinking yes feel how you feel because we are human we do feel sadness we do feel anger we do feel happiness we feel all these things but with us being the creator of our reality it's important for us to not stay in these spaces in which we don't want to manifest more of it feel it deal with it like if you you know like with me being angry and stuff I literally took like a whole week off to kind of just really understand what the fuck I'm feeling and I was journaling and meditating and smoking and doing all kinds of shit just to figure out how I feel and now I feel like I feel more grounded and that's what took me so long to even um speak with y'all but I'm saying all this, I feel like I need to say it again, y'all. Be mindful of your thinking because you are still the creator of your reality. So if you still, if you thinking shit ain't gonna be shit, guess what? It ain't gonna be shit. So if you gotta be mindful of the thinking. Feel how you feel, but then get back to that op optimis optimistic approach. Get back to um, feeling like, feeling hope. Like, cause I truly believe 
that change is gonna come like we've been seeing this shit for years i can't give you a timeline like i said before it may not be in my lifetime it may not even be in my children's lifetime but i feel that shit coming and i'm gonna keep now that i got those those sad and other angry feels out the way i'm focusing focusing on the brighter future and i know that sounds so cliche and shit but it's fucking real i'm about to focus on seeing black people happy and being happy to be back just rejoicing in their blackness and not letting anything stop them it's important that when we do see this shit happening to us we should use this as fuel to even being fucking blacker let's be blacker fucking tomorrow let's go harder for what we want to do in this lifetime let's treat our life more better let's treat ourselves better because our brother and sister didn't even have the chance to do that let's let's fucking chase our dreams because our brothers and sisters didn't have the rights to do that let's do what the fuck we want to do because our brothers and sisters our ancestors all these other people didn't have the opportunity to do that so every time this shit happens we can we feel all those human those human feelings emotions and then we need to transform that into something powerful because we are powerful that's why we are being under attack for all these years you know what i'm saying people don't attack the weak <laughs> and that's that but um i'm gonna stop there i hope this um, episode made sense i hope it brought you some kind of insight i didn't want to focus on like you know all the sad shit i want to kind of be more proactive rather than reactive and like i said i went through a lot of feels back in 2016 so i was able to i had a couple years to figure it out like to you know have a, some sort of understanding and even like because right now i'm 29 so just a couple years ago we had that generation that was like 20 to like 25 26 around my age and now here we are experiencing this again like that's even more traumatic for us too and then we have the people like the younger kids they're gonna be even more fueled anger because if you can look back like when we were younger like you know the shit that we know that was going on to black people either came from you know uh, word of mouth we didn't or the news um, but then they only fed us that one story but now we have these children these young adults who are growing up on social media growing up on twitter growing up on instagram so they seeing this shit firsthand from fucking child to an adult <laughs> so when that i mean i, I can see how that this shit is about to get grander that's all i'm saying like if next year this did happen again on camera like i can see a lot of people being fed up but um yeah i'll, I'll stop again um i just want to say thank you again for everyone who is doing their part no matter what it is whether you're telling people about it or not um thank you um for doing your part thank you for everyone who's risking their lives out there to protest and to fucking and for allow and for forcing us to be heard thank you um thank you for listening to this episode um just keep in mind yo we not gonna end this shit in one day that's a fucking fact i can tell you that for sure ain't no thinking possible is gonna turn this around in an hour do know that everything is adding to the bigger picture everything is adding to um, change to the revolution and everything that you do now and continue to do will show and prove itself in time so um, whatever you decide to do stick to it be consistent and support black businesses y'all support black businesses um, feel free to share this episode with anyone um, like subscribe share all that fun stuff um, yeah I love you 
continue to take care of yourself drink your water let's grow together